Hey guys, it's a great day to live for Jesus. My name is Pastor Mike Grover, and this is the In the Word podcast, a twice-weekly devotional journey through the New Testament, where together we will stop, look, and learn what the Lord has to say to us today. Hey guys, we are in the Word today in Matthew chapter number 13. In our last episode in chapter 12, it showed Jesus, as it were, in hand-to-hand spiritual battle with the religious leaders of his day. And here in this chapter, we find Christ sitting in a boat on the side of the Sea of Galilee, communicating to his disciples spiritual truth. But it's interesting because here he begins by communicating with them with a new method, speaking to them in parables. Now, the word parable literally means something that is cast alongside. It's kind of like a sermon illustration. There's something that you want to teach, and so you bring aside this practical life story that sheds light on it. I think a great definition of parables that has been used for a really long time that I really love is earthly stories that have heavenly meanings. Now, the purpose of these parables were told by Jesus in verses 10 and 11 that they're designed to illuminate truth to those who know him and desire to follow him and to really conceal that same truth from those who reject him. In verse 10, the disciples came and said to him, why do you speak to them in parables? And he answered and said to them, because it's given you to know the mysteries of the kingdom, but to them it is not given. So what he's saying is when you are willing to know the truth and to truly desire it, man, that's when it becomes apparent to you. Now, he just got out of this great battle with the Pharisees, the religious leaders, those that were rejecting him. And it's like he takes a turn here and he's really doubling down on getting his truth to those who really want to know it and have a heart to know it. It's kind of what we're taught by Paul in 1 Corinthians 2.14. He says, The natural man receives not the things of the Spirit of God because they're foolishness to him, and neither can he know them because they're spiritually discerned. Well, that natural man is that person who has not been regenerated. His heart has not been saved. It hasn't been changed. It hasn't been born again. And that natural man is not open to receiving spiritual truth. He says it's foolishness to him because it's a spiritually discerned thing. But then in the next verse, in verse 15, he says, he that is spiritual is able to discern all things. He's saying to those who truly want to know God's word and grow, it takes giving attention. So Jesus speaks to them in parables because he knows those who truly know him and love him, man, they're going to park there. They're going to pay attention. They're going to dig in and really try to understand what he's saying. Those who really don't have a heart to know, They're going to listen to this. To them, it's going to be gibberish, and they're just going to keep walking on. I remember as a 17-year-old, I wanted to get into the Word, I thought, before I was a Christian. And I remember I got a Bible, and I started reading. We're all people who think they want to know the Bible begin, right? The book of the Revelation. Well, I'm reading the book of the Revelation, and all it did was absolutely confuse me. And I shut that Bible, put it aside, and really didn't look back until several years later when I actually became a true follower of Jesus Christ. So Jesus here begins to communicate truth to his disciples in these parables. 
and he's hiding it from those who don't really desire to know him. We see this really lived out at the very end of the chapter because down in verses 53 through 58, after he's done with the parables, he goes into the synagogue and he's teaching a larger audience. And it says they were astonished at what he taught, but they were actually offended at it. And the Bible says that Jesus could not do many mighty works there because of their unbelief. And so it's kind of the truth of what he's saying here about parables played out. Now, the parable we're going to look at today is in verses 3 through 9, and it's the parable of the sower. And it says in verse 3, And he spoke many things to them in parables, saying, Behold, a sower went forth to sow, and when he sowed, some fell, some seed fell by the wayside, and the birds came and devoured them up. Some fell on stony places where they had not much earth, and immediately they sprung up because they had no deepness of earth or soil. And when the sun was up, they were scorched, and because they had no root, they withered away. Some fell among thorns, and the thorns sprung up and choked them, but other fell into good ground and brought forth fruit, some a hundredfold, some sixtyfold, some thirtyfold. And then he said, who has ears to hear, let him hear. Now this parable contains so much truth, but there's one key element that I want to focus on today, and that's how it shows us the importance of how we hear God's word. Verse 9, he said, who has ears to hear, let him hear. Now, that's a common statement he makes in Matthew and also in the book of the Revelation. Who has ears to hear, let him hear. We say, man, we all have ears, right? He's not talking about physical ears on the side of our head. He's talking about spiritual ears, ears that truly want to desire to know him, to know the Lord. Mark's version of this parable put it this way in Mark 4, 24. He said, take heed what you hear, for what measure you give, it shall be measured to you. And to you that hear shall more be given. But to him that has not, from him shall be taken even that which he has. So Mark's basically saying, the more you listen, the more you'll get. The more you don't pay attention, the less you will have. It's really the principle of sowing and reaping being applied to how we listen to God's word. And so in this parable, he's really teaching us how we ought to be listening to God's word. When you go down to uh, verse 18, he begins to give the interpretation of the parable. And in this parable, he's talking about four different kinds of soil or four different ways that people listen to his word. He talks about the wayside here. That's the kind of seed that's on the side of the road. He talks about the stony ground here. That's the one that the seed is sown into soil that has not been prepared well, and the soil uh, is encumbered by rocks and stones. Then he talks about the thorny ground soil, and that's the soils there, but just so much other stuff in the way. And then he talks about the good ground, the ground where the seed is sown, which is the word of God, and man, it just brings forth fruit. So he interprets this parable beginning in verse 18. He says, Hear therefore the parable of the sower. When anyone hears the word of the kingdom and understands it not, then comes the wicked one and catches away that which was sown in his heart. This is he which receives seed by the wayside. But he that received the seed into stony places, the same as he that hears the word and immediately with joy receives it. Yet he doesn't have root in himself, but he endures for a while, 
But when tribulation or persecution arise because of the word, by and by he's offended. He also that receives seed among thorns is he that hears the word, and the care of this world and the deceitfulness of riches choke the word, and he becomes unfruitful. But he that receives seed into the good ground is he that hears the word and understands it, and bears fruit and brings forth some a hundredfold, some sixty, and some thirty. So we really have an illustration of four different soils or ways that we listen to the Word of God. The wayside here, that's the person who's really, let's call him the indifferent here. That's the person who's really not paying attention. Man, that's the person that's sitting there in church and maybe they're, you know, playing fantasy football, looking at their scores, or maybe doing some kind of messaging and, and not really paying attention to the Word. Well, he says that person is sitting there and maybe they're in the presence of the Word, but they're not really taking heed to the Word. He says Satan comes along and he steals the word that could have been rooted in their heart. Man, I think about that's why it's so important that we're sitting in a worship service and the Bible is being taught, that we're not being distracting to people around us because literally Satan could be stealing the word out of their heart before it takes root. Then in verse 20, he interprets the stony ground here. We'll call that the impulsive here. That's the person that hears truth and immediately, man, jumps all over it. But when times get tough or trials come into their life, man, they just don't follow through on any of their commitments. Man, that's the person that runs down the aisle and surrenders for missionary service in the Congo, but really can't even you know, show up to uh, Bible teaching consistently. So there's that impulsive here that doesn't really think it through. That's that indifferent here is really not paying attention. And then in verse 22, he interprets the thorny ground here. That's the infested here. That's the person that's listening and hearing the word of God. But man, there's just so many competing things in their heart. Man, pleasures, cares of this life, other things going on that it absolutely keeps him from really having any fruit in his life. His heart is just too infested. And although he's taking in the word, it's just in so much competition with so many other things. So the indifferent here, the impulsive here, the infested here. And in verse 23, he talks about the good ground. That's the ideal here. That's the one that hears his word by paying attention, by thinking through his decision, and by approaching God's word prepared. James had this to say about this. He said, but in James 1.25, but whoso looks into the perfect law of liberty and continues therein, he being not a forgetful hearer, but a doer of the work, this man shall be blessed in his deed. So James said, the one who's blessed in receiving the word is the one who looks, continues, and does it. So Jesus says to us today, take heed, not just that you hear my word, but how you hear my word. Pay attention, give it thought, and man, make sure your heart is prepared before you come to receive it. So the word for the day is this, take heed how you hear his word today. Be ready to listen carefully and to obey it fully. Thank you for listening today to In the Word. Join us every Tuesday and Friday for new episodes as we continue our devotional journey together through the New Testament.